It's the rendezvous with Simon Marcel. Bonjour, bonsoir, good evening, welcome to the rendezvous. It's Simon Marcel, and we're going to talk love and romance. But I just, I got to ask you something that has nothing to do with love and romance. I drive to the studio every night, and tonight again, I saw somebody texting and driving. So if you listen to this, please do not text and drive. You, please, we want to love life. We want to keep our joy of life. And I want to keep doing this show for a very long time. So please do me a favor. Do us a favor. Do not text and drive. I know that has nothing to do with romance, but I just want to throw it out there because I love life. I love doing my show. I love my work. And I want all of us to be safe. So that's my little message for the night. Back to love and romance. Any questions? Just call me. 855-905-8255. I'm here. What is the number to dial in if you have a question about your relationship? 855-905-8255. Jane, bonjour. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour. Welcome to the rendezvous. What's up tonight? How can I help you? I miss my ex-boyfriend, and I want to know how to get him back. I need him back in my life. Oh, okay. What happened? Um, so we met on a dating app, and I met him about a week after my previous relationship ended. So it was very bad timing, but we met and we went to a jazz club. We had dinner. We ended up dating for three months, and then she just ended it. And uh-huh. I don't know why. And now she's actually in another country. Oh, she's in Germany for three years. Okay. But I would still make it work if he would allow it. But I don't know what to do. I don't. I've given up and pushed for it, and given up and pushed for it. And now I'm kind of back on the. I want him back, and I got to figure out how. I see. Um, Jane, um, do you have any idea of why he left you? He, well, he was in the midst of going overseas when it ended. So, like, I just think he just wanted to have a clean slate when he left the country. Yes. And, yeah. Yeah. That's the truth, Jane. Um, your intuition is 100% right. Uh, there's nothing you can do. Uh, man or woman, when you guys, you know, get together, and if one of you separate, no matter what the reason is, in this case, you're right, he wants to start a new, he's going to be in Germany, he wants to have freedom. But I, there's nothing you can do but distance. No text, no messages, no Instagram, no DM, nothing. If he misses you, he'll come back to you. There's no magic formula but distance to know if somebody likes you, okay? So there's nothing else to do. Live your life. Don't call him, don't reach out, don't even think of doing anything like this. Just keep your dignity, protect your self-esteem, and uh, bury the past. That's really all you can do for now. Okay, I appreciate that. That's the I truth. I'm sorry that. for that truth, but that's the only way to do. Distance. All right? I, I agree. I, all right, thank you. Thanks for the phone call, and have a good night. You too. Let me explain to you a little bit more the power of what I call distance and frustration. That's next. So the first time I heard those two words, distance and frustration, was when I started therapy a long time ago and I was after this girl I really liked and she was not returning my phone call and I said to my shrink, what can I do so that she start to be paying attention to me? And he said, give her some distance and accept the frustration. I said, distance like what? Distance like silence. Silence like I can't call her? Exactly, Simon. No calls, no text, no email, nothing. Why? Because you want to give the space to somebody to either miss you 
or show that they're also interested. You don't need to send flowers and all this. If a person stops answering to you, they're not into you, or maybe it's the wrong time. That's the first part, about the distance. Now, if you want to know what frustration means in that equation, stay with me. I'll explain to you that next. So now that you know what the distance means in a relationship, meaning put somebody else kind of in a zone and not reaching out. The second word my shrink told me was frustration, distance and frustration, right? Because let's be honest, have you ever tried to put somebody in distance that you could not wait to hear back from? Have you ever had this feeling of, hey, I don't know if this person likes me or not, so I'm going to stop reaching out to them. And then you wait. You wait a week, you wait two weeks, and you drive all your friends crazy. And three weeks, and you start losing even like hope, right? Well, that comes with a price. Frustration. No one can give distance if you like someone without being frustrated. But you have to pay the price. In relationships, when it's time to reflect, don't reach out. Wait for your partner to reach out first. Give them the distance and accept the frustration. It has helped me countless times. Uh, Any questions, call me. 855-905-8255. I'm here. 855-905-8255. You want to share your love story with me? Call in. Mandy, bonjour. Bonjour, Simon. How are you? Good. Welcome to the rendezvous. You have a love story to share with us on the show tonight? Yes, I do, actually. So... I just wanted to share, like, the first time I fell in love with um, my fiancé. Um, mm-hmm. I was literally not dating for a year. And, you know, he came along. He was someone that I met a couple years ago, but we didn't really talk. And then one day he reached out to me, like, on social media. And, you know, I kind of laughed it off. I'm like, ah, you know, you've had my number for a while now. However, you have not reached out to me. What could you possibly want? And, you know, we laughed it off and we started talking more. And it just so happened that he was having a very serious surgery. And um, I went to see him while he was in the hospital. And, you know, we would talk. I would go up there every day. And, you know, it was nothing serious. It was just I was concerned about his health. When he gets out of the hospital, he calls me and he's like, can I take you to the movies? And I'm like, you just got out of the hospital. Why would you want to go to the movies? Like, you shouldn't even be outside. And he uh-huh. tells me, like, I just really want to be around you. So, uh-huh. you know, I'm like, ah, okay, yeah. So we went to the movies. Everything was great. We started hanging out more. And uh-huh. then um, my guard just started dropping. I was just like, oh, I'm starting to like this guy. I totally <laughs> don't want to like him. He's saying all the right things. He's calling. He's sending me sweet messages. And we're spending countless amounts of hours together. And then all of a sudden, he just looks at me, and he's like, will you be my girlfriend? And I'm like, oh, my God. What do I even say? Like, I don't think, you know, I want to do this. And I'm like, no. So he asked me about four times. And that fourth time, like, I was already in love with the guy, and he just didn't know it. And I finally just said yes, but I said it in the most awkward way possible. He asked me, but I waited, like, 15 minutes before I brought it back up, and I'm like, um, yeah, you know, when you asked me to be your girlfriend, I think I want to say yes this time. And he was just, oh. like, super happy. Yeah, we've been together ever since. Oh, that that is a sweet story, Mandy. I mean, you know, persistence pays and, and how that that's a lesson of life. So thank you so much for sharing that story. And I'm happy for both of you. Thank you. I appreciate it. You're welcome. Have a good night. You too. 
Persistence is a powerful word in relationships, right? But do you know how to use it and when to be persistent? Let's talk about that next. Persistence, a very powerful word in relationships, right? I mean, my father told me when I was, I don't know, 13, 14, about love and relationship. He said, you know, can't take your girlfriend for granted. Charm her, charm her again. You'll never charm her enough. Persistence, right? You cannot take your partner for granted. But how do you use the right way to be persistent? You're going to have somebody who's also excited that you're persistent, right? The, remember, you have to say, am I the only one who appreciates this persistence? Or my partner is appreciating all the efforts I'm doing to show her I like her or I like him. Or, you know, that's the key. And for that, you have to read the signs. And the signs is all about the rhythm of the communication, right? So, for instance, you text and then the person doesn't text back. Being persistence is not texting again until she texts back or he texts back. He's waiting for her to text back and then you persist again. That's the right way to use it. Now, when is it the wrong way to use it? I'll tell you that next. Stay with me. So now that you know when persistence is to be used, when there's this back and forth between you and that new partner, when is it the wrong time to use persistence? Well, persistence is not the answer to rejection. Persistence is not the answer to guilt because you've like, I don't know, cheated on somebody, hurts their feelings and you persist and text them and text them or reach out to them. You've got to let them heal. Persistence can be very irritating and even debilitating. It can be a guaranteed rejection. So go with your intuition and respect your partner's space when it comes to persistence, okay? Keep that in mind. Romance never works when it's brutal. Romance is all about softness and creating an enchanting feeling. Uh, you call that next, 855-905-8255. Call me. You have a question about your relationship? Just dial in, 855-905-8255. Marie, bonjour. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Marie. Welcome to The Rendezvous. Tell me what's going on. How can I help you? Hi, Simon. So, me and my, my boyfriend, we uh, we have hectic work schedules. So, we're trying to figure out time for um, <laughs> increase our ooh-la-la. And also, like, when we're together, just to make it more meaningful, can you please help us? Okay, sure. Just out of curiosity, how often right now do you have ooh-la-la together? Oh, my gosh. Maybe, like, two, three times a month. Okay, so that's not a lot indeed. Okay, so um, in a practical question, Mary, do you guys can schedule dates? Do you have a, a day during the week that could be a date night? Uh, Saturdays are the best days and Tuesdays. Okay, well, that's great. So how about, instead of worrying about the ooh let's bring the romance back first. And I suggest that you guys plan on a date could be a movie could be a restaurant could be a pizza could be anything walk in the park i want you to dress up he dresses up and we make it exciting we just don't go from ooh la casual at home you know what i mean i would like to bring back some excitement into you guys life yes that sounds like the plan we could definitely try that you know go on a date do something get out of the house and when you come back at the house after you've made out after you've you know maybe had a a, a nice meal or, or a nice moment together, go out, you know, you get excited. But trust me, dressing up, going someplace exciting creates the spark for romance. And you need that. Everybody needs that, Mary. This is true. Yes. So uh, you do that, and it's going to bring back the ooh la on Tuesday and Saturday. It's going to be some fever at home. 
Next, I got to answer this email. Somebody emailed me a question about their relationship and timing, and I need to help them. That's next. If you can't call me, but you have a question, what do you do? Just email me your question right now at therendezvousshow.com. Trish, what's this email about? This email comes from a listener named Brooke that says, Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Brooke. I really need your help. I've been with my boyfriend for four years, and he still hasn't proposed. I've hinted to him, but he just doesn't seem to get the message. How can I get him to propose to me? What makes a man propose? Stay with me. I'll tell you that next. So here's the question. Mandy just emailed me and said, Simon, I've been with this guy for four years, and he still hasn't proposed yet. I've you know, given some hints, but he still hasn't proposed yet. What should I do? Here's my take on this, especially if you want to have children. Don't keep this unspoken. You want to get engaged, you want to get married, this is your right. Don't wait forever. Just tell him the truth. Hey, are we going to get married? Is this your plan to propose to me anytime soon? I need to know and I deserve to know. This is a question that everybody should feel at ease to ask. This is your life, your time. And if somebody is not on the same page than you, that's okay too. They have the right to say, I don't want to get married. I don't want to get engaged with you. But you should know the truth. So Mandy, please ask him that question ASAP. And hopefully he says, you know, I have the ring ready very soon. But if he says no, then you know what to do. So speak to him. That's my advice. Uh, you call the next 855-905-8255. 855-905-8255. Any question? Call me. I'm here. Bonjour, Belinda. Welcome to the rendezvous. Hi. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Belinda. What's up? So, okay. I was calling because I need your advice. Mm -hmm. I uh, have this neighbor that, you know, you know, I thought was kind of cute. We see each other every day, give smiles. And, uh, you know, one day he invited me over and one thing led to another. And we are kind of casually dating. Mm -hmm. um, you know, um, maybe I shouldn't have done it, but uh, we have done the ooh-la-la -la okay. a couple of times. And I'm a little concerned. Because um, I just don't know what's going on between us. Like, where do we stand? So, wait a minute. So, let me ask you this. So, you guys, you went out, have the hula lab, but what do you mean by you don't know where you stand? It's like the exclusivity or well, what is it you don't know? Ah, what I don't know. Okay, so, like, I see him sometimes and um, he'll ask me to come over. Mm -hmm. uh, but we haven't really been, like, it'll literally be me going over to his house. He's not, like, taking me out on dates. And I'm okay. not understanding, like, so is this just for ooh-la-la, or are we, like, going to go, you know, further into maybe having, like, a real relationship? Should I say uh, something? Um, so for now, if it's just about ooh-la-la, it is just about the ooh-la-la. So you are in charge of changing this. What you can do, Belinda, is express some distance, right? And so then okay. you do not go to his house to have ooh la You want to go out to dinner. You see, the, the way to do this is that when somebody doesn't give you what you want or doesn't treat you the way you deserve, you're responsible for changing this. So how about next time he says, come over, he says, no, let's go to dinner. Ah. If he says, right? You just, you just, because it's your relationship, your rules. You don't have to accept to go to his house, you know, and, and all that. All you have to do is say, no, I want to go to dinner. 
or go for coffee. Okay? Yes. Yeah, thank you. That makes sense. I was scared to ask him, but I think you're right. I appreciate that. Always ask him that question. When when somebody just wants to do la la and you want a relationship, all you got to do is say, let's go to dinner. The guy says, yes, you in. The guy says, no, he's out. <laughs> 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 All right, Belinda. No more ooh-la-la. <laughs> no, uh, no more ooh-la-la-la-la for him. <laughs> All right, Belinda. Good luck to you and have a good night. Thank you for calling. Thank you. Thank you, Simon. More Rendezvous next. You're listening to The Rendezvous. I'm Simon Marcel. Bonsoir. A huge thank you on my behalf and my fabulous team for you, for joining The Rendezvous, for listening every night. I know, listen, some of the nights, and it's what I call only in America, we have close to a million listeners. And I tell you, I just it just feels like very grateful that you're here with me. So thank you so much. I want to finish with the result of that poll I put on my uh, social media uh, at therendezvousshow.com. The question was, have you ever been someone's rebound, right? Have you ever been someone's rebound? 54% of you said, yes, I have. And 46% of you said, no way. Uh, Let me answer this question myself. Yes, I have. And I believe more than one time. But that's okay. Being a rebound can be fun for a while. But after a while, it doesn't really work. Uh, Anyway, have a good night. See you tomorrow. Bonne nuit les petits. The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel.